MicroRNAs represent one of the most exciting and influential discoveries in molecular biology of the past couple of decades. But it is really only within the last few years that this discovery has started to make a serious impact in pathology. The Journal of Pathology has seen a recent explosion in the number of such publications. My name is John LeCain and the editor-in-chief Peter Hall and I recently wrote a virtual issue for the Journal of Pathology focusing upon the publications on microRNAs in the journal. And I'm delighted to be producing this podcast uh, to accompany the virtual issue. As ever, we encourage anybody to uh, visit the journal website, to read the virtual issue, and also to read or download any of the reviews or research articles cited within the VI which will remain available for free for about the next six months. Perhaps microRNAs are still seen as something of a novelty by the majority of the diagnostic histopathology community. And this certainly isn't the place to embark upon on a, a, a lecture as to their detailed biology. But in essence, the 1,000 or so microRNAs which are encoded in the human genome represent another level of control of gene expression. And each individual microRNA recognizes uh, target genes at the messenger RNA level by uh, complementarity and lead to downregulation of such target genes by interfering with the messenger RNA stability and very possibly also the translation of these messenger RNAs. The normal expression of microRNAs is necessary for normal embryological development, for the maintenance of normal terminally differentiated cell type, and also for many other um, physiological processes. But it's perhaps these key two processes which give a hint that microRNAs might be involved particularly in cancer biology. And this is indeed reflected in a lot of the recent publication. The journal contains three uh, excellent reviews of microRNAs in human disease. Uh, I would recommend the review from the Willis lab, which in particular looks at dysregulation of protein synthesis by all mechanisms. And also another review from the same special edition of the journal, issue number 220 by Taft et al. Um, on non-coding RNAs in general as regulators of disease, 
And most recently, there's an excellent review by Farazi et al. from the Tushel Lab on microRNAs in human cancer. These novel molecules have necessitated the development of some novel technologies for their study. And I think particularly interesting is the work by Wang et al. from um, the Wang Lab in issue 222, in which they demonstrate that microRNAs can be efficiently and accurately profiled from formalin-fixed paraffin-embedded tissue. Many microRNAs have been shown to behave in a manner analogous to tumor suppressor genes or to proto-oncogenes. And for example, there are two papers which focus upon the function of MIR-34, which has been shown to be transcriptionally upregulated by P53 and to directly target and downregulate the expression of the oncogene C-MYC. And Subramania et al. show that the loss of MIR-34 is associated with progression in neurofibromas to malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumours. A study by Meucci et al. demonstrates that the loss of MIR-34 leads to C-MYC derepression uh, in a number of Burkitt's lymphoma cases. There are also numerous instances of microRNAs being involved in specific oncogenic processes, particularly tumor invasion and metastasis. In journal number 223, Castilla et al. in an elegant study compare microRNA expression profiles in epithelial and mesenchymal components of endometrial carcinosarcomas and identify several microRNAs which are downregulated concomitantly with epithelial to mesenchymal transition. Lowe and colleagues in issue 223 provide an impressive multimodal study which demonstrates that in squamous cell carcinomas of the head and neck, there is downregulation of microRNA 200C in subpopulations of cultured cells that display stem cell-like behaviour. And furthermore, that restoration of MIR-200 expression reduces this capacity. They go on to show that the loss of MIR-200 favours the mesenchymal phenotype in tumours in a xenograft mouse model and that restoration of MIR-200 expression inhibits tumour metastasis in a mouse model. So as well as these numerous examples where the dysregulation of specific microRNAs is believed to be affecting the behaviour of cancer cells, there are also many instances of more global dysregulation of microRNA activity. MicroRNAs have a well-characterised biosynthetic pathway which is dependent upon the proper functioning of several proteins, including the ribonucleases Dicer and Drosia. 
the expression of DICER in particular has been linked to prognosis in several tumour types. The picture is still somewhat controversial, but two recent papers in the journal, those by Fagab et al. in issue 219, and another by Chernitsa and colleagues in issue 222, identify defects in microRNA maturation that are related to poor prognosis. This remains a controversial field and one in which I suspect biological context will prove to be very important. So I hope that this podcast might have piqued some interest and will encourage you to read the virtual issue online and to look at some of the primary research material. This is a very exciting and fast-moving field. As usual, we have provided a series of questions that can be answered um, using the Royal College of Pathologist Reflective Notes form uh, for CPD credit, or perhaps just to test one's own understanding of the field. Should you have any comments or queries on the virtual issue, um, I'm sure that either Peter Hall or myself would be happy to answer them. I can be reached at john.lecane, that's L-E-Q-U-E-S-N-E, at cancer.org.uk. Thank you for listening.